0: Wrestling Corner, where Pasta Mania is running wild down your leg. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Alright, introductions, I'm Scott Action Jackson. I'm so sorry to level. And we're here to discuss, well, lately there's an issue with uh, the Hulkster.
1: A big issue, apparently. Yeah, I, I was about to say an issue. No, there's been several issues with Hulkamania here as of late.
0: Yeah, the, the, the this uh latest thing that's going around as far as the Twitter spear whatever, is uh, apparently, for a long while now, we've known about this uh apparently sex tape that Hulk Hogan made a while back with uh, Bubba
1: Love Sponge. Uh okay, it's Bubba the Love Sponge. He's essentially he's the Howard Stern of like Florida, if I remember correctly. But it's he, he's with his essentially wife. He's, he's one of these shock jacks, like how Howard Stern was, where you know he's like, oh well, if I just say hooker on the radio, all of a sudden everybody would be like, oh well, he's just like Howard Stern. But it was Bubba's but, um,
0: wife who was with Hogan on these videos, and one audio got brought up to life where Hulk Hogan was. Saying some racist stuff.
1: Yeah, I'm uh, I'm trying to pull it up right now. that when we actually have it completely here in front of me.
0: Yeah, we're actually trying. We're recording this by way of Skype and some Skype recorder thing, so we do have access to it by way of the internet.
1: Yeah, which again, it's uh, can't be handy. Kind, kind of my fault. My oh, yeah. <laughs> car went boom. So uh, we might have to do it this way for a while. Yeah. I mean, uh, let's see.
0: If we're lucky, we might even get Spencer in on this this way.
1: Actually, yeah, that'd probably make it fifty thousand times easier. Could. Let's see. WWE's cut ties with Hulk Hogan, reportedly due to sealed transcript quoted by the National uh, Enquirer and Radar on Friday morning. On
0: Friday morning, and well, kind of really kicked in Friday. <laughs> But I think uh, the little audio that was collected, he, uh, Hulk Hogan, well Terry below whatever you want to call him, was talking to Bubba's wife, and was talking about uh, his daughter Brooke was with this African American black whatever way we.
1: Yeah, I was about to say I've I've already read exactly what it is I'm reading right now. Uh, I sent some screenshots to Scotty, but um, okay, here's here's what it is. Uh, In the transcripts, reportedly transcribed from a sex tape depicting depicting Hogan having sex with the wife of Tampa area Radio Shock Jack, Bubba the Love Sponge Clem, the wrestler reportedly discusses his daughter Brooke, uh, her business and personal relationships with a black billionaire who apparently offered to fund his daughter's burgeoning music career and the billionaire's son. And which a few of the ex, the, the essentially some of the quotes he uh, has quotes. here is I don't know, I don't know if Burke was effing the black guy's son. I mean, I don't have double standards. I mean, I am a racist to a point, effing N words, but then when it comes to nice people and poop and whatever. Which poop is not really the. We're, we're word trying there. to
0: censor this for whoever's listening and watching this.
1: Yeah, because of course, yeah, everybody and their brother's going to try to get their hands upon this, but. Which don't get me wrong again, all of this has been going on for a while, but uh, let's see. According to sources, he said, I mean, I'd rather if she was going to F some N. I'd rather have her marry an eight-foot-tall N-word worth a hundred million dollars, like a basketball <laughs> player. I guess we're all a little racist, fucking. Well, I, sorry. I, effing. I, N- I think by that. <laughs> I'm speaking, okay. I, I, I can't help it. I think by it. that
0: little statement, he just wanted to make sure his daughter was kind of financially secure. Yeah.
1: Kind yeah. Of. Okay, here's where things get a little weird. From okay, the sex tape itself. <laughs> well, aside from the sex tape. Now, here here's uh, um what Hogan is saying. Hogan released a statement to People magazine stating 8 years ago I used offensive language during a conversation.
0: That's when this video happened.
1: Uh-huh. Uh mm-hmm. no. Oh. Eight years ago, I used offensive language. Eight years ago, it's 2015. This would have put it back in 07 was the, quote, sex tape, which I do kind of remember mm, okay, that. Okay, never mind. Because I graduated high school was in that, 07, and I remember some crap that about when, it.
0: was uh, Hogan was breaking into TNA and starting the stuff there?
1: Yes, that was right about the time that he was pretty much done with WWE for a while, and he was trying to move over with Jeff Jarrett. Uh, and helping them run which, TNA. Because they were trying to do like a bring back the wolf pack type of thing. Yeah, and, and, it, the only thing they anyway. did was
0: tick out the fans by bringing in a square ring.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know saying that Hulk Hogan didn't want
0: to play in um, which really really added insult injury to the fans.
1: Exactly. Uh, eight years ago, in a, or used offensive language in the conversation... It was unacceptable. Blah blah blah. Okay, now here's here's the Uh-oh. best part. On WWE.com, um, Hogan is no longer listed uh-huh. as Famer. listed on the page. All of his merch has been removed from WWE oh, shop. the
0: Axelmania character has been axed.
1: Uh huh. Um, the only the only thing currently remaining that mentions Hogan is an upcoming WWE Australia tour, which he was scheduled to take part in as a general manager. However, when any attempt to access this page is made, a message appears stating, you are not authorized to access this page. I Now, the Daily Beast, I don't know if that's an actual... It's another one of these news places. Wrestling news website. Probably things. for the but I guess they're speculating that the removal of it was tied to an audio clip from three years back okay so let's do the timeline 07 Hogan makes a the sex a, tape, a sex tape tapes. which I had to stop myself I had to stop myself because I've been listening to too much Hollywood Babylon <laughs> Kim Kardashian joke inserted here yeah. um, but anyway so in 07, he makes a sex tape. Now, three years ago, which would put this in yeah. 2012, he was in the middle of a, a radio interview, probably with Bubba the Love Sponge, where which this part I actually caught on television. The they they actually they did the they transcribed it and actually played the clip and um, what is it? It's Hogan's on the radio and he's discussing about being referred to and referring to others as the N word. And I don't want to sound like I'm defending him, but at the same time I get it because I know a whole bunch of black dudes like my I'm not even joking, my stepbrother-in-law is a black guy. My girlfriend's dated a bunch of black dudes. In fact, uh uh, one of her exes still comes over to the house, like, on a day-to-day basis to, like, he he helps my dad do stuff, like, around the house. Like, you know, like, not just around the house, but, like, he'll help him fix up any cars that need, you know, that my dad's working on, like, my busted piece of crap. And, uh, you know, he'll, he'll come over and hang out and, you know, me and him will sit around and we'll BS all the time. Like, no joke, When when he's over or, like... My stepbrother in laws over. Like, it's no joke. It's like I'm, a, I'm an albino Cambodian. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the N-word flies. Because they know me. I'm not using it in a derogatory manner. But at the same time, there's a difference between using the A and the E-R at the end yeah. of the word. Now, the A at the end of the word is a term for endearment. But again... You really should only be using that around a very close circle of friends who know that you don't mean it with any malicious intent. There's a a few things that we should bring
0: up here. Uh, One. As I try to sit
1: (laughs) up in my bed.
0: uh, Most most wrestling fans have probably seen this, but uh, there was an interview done in WCW where it was Harlem Heat trying to talk about fighting Hulk Hogan and... I don't know if he was maybe teaming with Macho Man at the time, but Booker T actually did use the N-word on there. And Booker T was a, a lot embarrassed and thought he might have lost his job. And yeah. not that many people were, have been talking about it that much until probably about now.
1: And then Yeah, the, which, that's again, that's one of those things where that that partially is one of those double standards, where, again, depending upon how we used it and what was going on, because, again, as we've covered before, I'm not a huge WCW fan. Although, technically, we might end up posting this before we get into those discussions, but I was never big on WCW. And
0: Yeah, this might be going up before we get to I, that video or podcast. Yeah,
1: I was about to say, I'm not quite sure how that one went. I remember uh, my buddy Britt, whom I've talked about before, he was a huge WCW fan, and he actually told me about that incident. And he was like, yeah, it was weird, like he said it, but then nothing came of it. And I was like, well, yeah, that's because he's black. And now that they're, you know, talking about this, it's like, well, it might have been the context in which it was used in. Excuse me.
0: Another time where this came up as far as wrestling, like on camera, on a mic, was a little vignette type of thing that was being filmed backstage with Vince McMahon, and it's around the time that John Cena, I think, uh, just maybe shortly after, uh, showing his spinner championship belt, and he's talking to Vince McMahon. They're like shaking hands, stuff like that, and Vince goes out and says, uh, uses the N word. And then Vince walks by Booker T. And Booker T. Does the whole "Tell me, oh yeah, tell I remember me. That. He did not just you made say mention that. of that. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, Vince McMahon right here on this. Uh, I don't know how, how long back it might have been, but Vince McMahon used the N word right there.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because you made mention of that, you were like, "Vinnie Mac says it, 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 it nothing the, the happens." Video was... Hogan says it. He's the done. video
0: of this is going through. Uh, I think Facebook. If you check there, there's bound to be a few people posting this up and down Facebook, and it's like, yeah, yeah. yeah
1: this... That was a... <laughs> you can find almost anything on uh, Facebook and YouTube. I mean,
0: Within them uh, doing the removal of Hulk Hogan, this is kind of what they did with Chris Benoit. I mean, they're oh, just yeah. trying to
1: well. I call that back with the, the Benoit, like, uh, after the whole Benoit thing, because they they were pushing the whole Vince McMahon died thing, and then quite literally the next week, you know, you find out that, you know, Chris was dead, and Vince McMahon, even, like, after the week or, what was it, what was it, it was like a week or two weeks after the, quote, limo exploded. He came back on TV because they found out Benoit died along with Santa yeah, they, they that Benoit died so then because they found out that he dead, you know he was dead they were like oh well here's a tribute then what the was it? it was after. like they aired the tribute on Monday. oh yeah and then Tuesday they found out that he went like psychotic and killed the family and himself and
0: and then from then on they try to try to erase everything involving Benoit except for the uh, archival footage which
1: is kind of what's happening here with Hulk Hogan yeah, I was about to say when it comes down to the archive, they're gonna leave it in, but any and all plans with him, they're they're gonna they be did, done with. They did pull in him from fact, Tough Enough. <clears throat> yep. They pulled him yep. from Tough Enough. He was like, uh, oh, I, "You know what's sad? You know how I know that they pulled him from Tough Enough? I was watching TV, and all of a sudden a commercial came on, and it was uh, Hogan, and then I think that was like." What was it? Because I heard the the news story about it on, like, Thursday or Friday. The whole Hogan thing was when I heard about it. I think I'd heard about it off the TV on Thursday, because then that's when everybody and the brother started flipping. Actually, I think you might be right. I think it was on Friday. I don't know. Regardless, all I know is I saw it on TV, and it was right about that time was everybody started, you know, wigging out about everything. But the day before, I saw a commercial for Tough Enough, and it was uh, Hogan. And then, like, two, three days later, I'm watching something, and it's another Tough Enough commercial. Now they're, like, having, what is it, Jericho's doing yeah, Jericho it now?
0: Got, uh, brought in to do some of this, along with, I think, a few other somewhat active superstars.
1: Yeah, yeah, which that one wouldn't surprise me. Which, of course, speaking of WWE news, which I know not really, this isn't really the time or the place for it, but watching TV, I was watching IFC earlier, and I guess on Mark Marin's show, they're going to have CM Punk on it. Yeah, I think CM Punk
0: had a little statement as far as Hulk Hogan and this racist thing, which I haven't read. I know something was posted on Facebook about it, but. Also, I think it was either you or – I think it was Bill posted something on my Facebook about Roddy Piper talking about this.
1: Um, More than likely it was Bill because I've been trying to avoid this with a 30-foot pole just for the simple fact that I knew that we'd already be talking about it. Ow. Oh, shoulder <laughs> pop. Um, look, being able to max and relax in my own bed while doing this and- – not my fault but um yeah like i said i've been trying to avoid this and everything else just for the simple fact of i knew that we were going to be talking about it like almost beating the horse to death i mean it
0: it was just out there that we had to bring up even though we're starting this cornered
1: up. well that's not it i know oh well here's this one from your facebook it's uh Vince and Triple yeah. H standing there's the yeah, men online, in black.
0: On Facebook and other sites, you can actually find these memes that are coming up about Hulk Hogan being taken out and stuff like that, including like WrestleMania 3 where it's like, "Oh yeah, remember that epic moment when Andre tripped?"
1: <laughs> I love this one. Vince McMahon be like, "What the hell? Is, what, yeah, what the hell is the ref doing in an empty ring?" Cause there's Hulk Hogan and uh, Chris Benoit in the middle of the and ring. There's
0: uh, oh yeah, the Hulk Hogan modes for 2K16: Classic, NWO, Sex Tape Hogan, Ratio Rant
1: yep. Hogan. Yep. Actually, yeah, it was it was Bill, cause I'm looking okay. at it right now. Um, hold on. The spelling on it's gonna be kind of messed up. I'm, I'm. Yeah, I was about to say, I'm probably just going to read this word for word. So if uh, swears come up, I apologize in advance. Um, This is a statement from Roddy Piper. We seem to forget that from all the bad that has happened, there has been some good. Okay. My point is that you guys are sensitive. Hang on. I know. Yeah. I know people who have to get up to walk five miles for water first thing in the morning. I'm just saying, this literally happens to me my whole life. With Hulkster, I don't agree with all his choices. You know what? I don't hear people saying all the great things he does. When he was on the Wheaties box, all those kids that said their parents and took their vitamins, I don't hear them saying that. They just want to nail this. I just think it is a little... And then, of course, dot, dot, dot. I think everybody needs to get a life. I don't think that anybody should just go to hurt... I don't think that anybody should just go to hurt your feelings for no reason. I will say this. The N-word, as people put it, shouldn't be used at all. No bullshit. Sorry, reading <laughs> again. Uh, <but laughs> Uh, about we made it our word. I've had people call me a terrorist and Osama. I'm not going to take those words and make them mine. These words are used to hurt people and are hurtful, and I personally do not approve of them.
0: No. Hmm. What,
1: what? But I'm not sure if uh, that was somebody like this other dude saying it or if that was still... Roddy Piper
0: Piper saying it and the guy trying to spell it out but the the thing here is Hulk Hogan has done so much good stuff not only for the wrestling industry but you know for these little kids and stuff and that kind of brings back the same issue with Benoit people are like ignoring what he's done for the companies and the business they just focus on this one little event and with Hogan Around the time that these sex tapes and things were going on, Hulk Hogan was in a dark area.
1: Yep. So. Yep. Because again, that was back in '07, and that was around the time that you know, like we'd already stated, that's when he was trying to get in with TNA, which means that was also back when you know, he was doing Hogan Knows Best, and
0: actually, I think it was you know prior, all his I think reality it was like wrapping up and changing over to maybe Brooke Knows Best. I thought that was around the time that they were doing the work knows best. We must
1: address the technical issue there. Yeah, we had. He dropped the call or I dropped the call, but somebody dropped it. Regardless. it
0: Might might have been the connection.
1: Again, I'm not 100% on that one. Um, Yeah, I mean, if anybody
0: who's watching or listening to this before Seth actually finds out. Uh, you know, it was probably, I'm guessing it might have been just either before or during the beginning of *Brooke Knows Best, because around the same time, uh, Hulk's son... Uh, final
1: episode, October 21st, 2007. So, it might have been around that time.
0: Because also, not that far after that, his son got in that car accident.
1: Well, yeah, his son got in the car accident, and at the same time, there was all hell breaking loose, because... That was around the time that him and his wife were getting a divorce, and then yeah. his wife was going out with that kid that looked, quite literally looked like a young version of Hogan. And yet Hogan and, was also
0: with a woman who looked a lot like her and Brooke combined, so... Yeah,
1: yeah. exactly.
0: That, that's uh, why Hogan was in a dark place at the, around that time, so...
1: Yep, exactly. His his old lady was breaking up with him, Um if i remember correctly didn't his son get like popped for uh he got popped for something i can't remember i I know he ended up uh he went to jail but i can't remember if it was for drugs or if it was for the street racing thing i think it might have been from from the street racing and he might have been he might have been drinking too that one wouldn't surprise me um but I know he was—he got himself into uh, some crap. His, you know, his kid did, his son, and then of course Brooke was trying to do her acting and singing careers and all that other BS, and she was actually trying to stay straight laced. But I know she had to end up pulling it back a little bit because, you know, Hogan was doing his thing, his old lady was doing her thing. His son was doing his thing. Quite literally, Brooke was the only one sitting there looking normal, as everybody else was almost having a nervous breakdown. Yeah. Type of thing. with so, with,
0: with all this that's going on about Hogan's, like, Piper has a point. People were taking this way, way out of context.
1: Yeah. I mean. Uh, I, I, I don't want to say it, but I do kind of want to say it here at least. It It's well known that most wrestlers from back in the day, you know, like especially like the 70s and 80s wrestlers, a lot of them were on drugs.
0: And a lot, now, of, them were, a lot of them were actually picking up women in hotels and stuff too.
1: Well, not just that. I mean, like they were into like the hardcore stuff. Yeah, you know, not not just the fact that a lot of the guys actually came out and said that they were doing steroids, which, if I remember correctly, ended up being a giant meme of its own. You know, everybody and their brother was worried about steroids and baseball at the time and steroids and yeah. football. And all of a sudden they came out and they were like, yeah, we're in uh, professional wrestling and we do steroids. And everybody was, you know, it, it's one of those memes where, like, everybody's sitting at the table and kind of looks around and then all of a sudden, like, just starts laughing type of thing. <laughs> But, you know, it's it's one of those things where Hogan did get involved into that portion of it where he, if I remember correctly, he did admit to taking steroids back in the day.
0: It was part of the trial that I think uh, was against Vince, Vince and so.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, it's been well documented with, you know, like Macho Man had a huge drug problem. And if I remember correctly, I think Jake the Snake did too. Now, don't quote me on those. I'm I'm essentially, I'm running off of, you know, hearsay. Because again, yeah. don't remember completely. Because I remember that came out being like the big thing around Benoit's death too. Was everybody was like, oh, well, he had to be on drugs and this and that and the other. It was like, well. Well, with all the head drugs, damage. It he was on prescription.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, the doctor gave him like some prescription shit. Um, which I can't remember what exactly the doctor gave him. I can't remember if it was a sleeping pill or if it was something. Cause I think he just got done having surgery or something. And I think it was something to help him cope with the surgery, but it wasn't like a narcotic or anything like that. Regardless, a lot of the guys get heavy into drugs. You know, RVD has had like, Oh, RVD. Oh, geez. RVD's D's had a bad drug habit for years. Um, Going to some of the local shows. I'm not gonna name names, but I was sitting down at one of the local shows, and one of the the guys that actually owns the company came over, and he was talking with one of the guy. he wasn't really a fan. I think he was somebody's like friend type of thing, which you know I've been in that situation. But he come over and he was talking to him about going to the gathering of the juggalos. Where, you know, quite literally, you know, he was like, oh, yeah, man, it's always so weird because you get these dudes and they just show up and they throw down a carpet and a scale and lay down a whole bunch of like weed and pills and shrooms and stuff. And it's like, well, you know, that's not to say that, you know, the guys aren't partaking. But at the same time, some of the guys are probably partaking, you know. (laughs) So I think it was about that time. It wouldn't surprise me if Hogan dipped into like a, a drug spurt. You know, he might have been doing some stuff that he shouldn't have been doing. You know, he might have been yeah. drinking and doping, and who knows? You know, this is all rumor and speculation at this point. But again, you know, the 07 thing really was a bad point in time in his life. And, you know, Hogan did release a book recently that did go over some of that stuff. Yeah. You know, yeah. Which that would probably be, a, you know, a better thing and. I would almost say pick it up because he's gonna need money. But the last portion of uh, the report that I was reading earlier stated that uh, oh he, I guess he's doing a lawsuit. Yeah, he's suing the company that uh released. I don't know if it was the sex tape, or if they were the ones that released the uh him on the radio talking, being like, yeah, no, you know, I I got all these you know dudes coming up to being like, hey, what up, my you know, and what what I'm saying, I, I can.
0: I, I you know remember, I remember reading that it was supposed to be a lawsuit against the one who leaked out, so it could be the radio yeah. could be the ones who actually bought up the uh six
1: videos. It could be both um well, I'm pretty sure that the entertainment what is it I think the the entertainment place that he's suing is located down in Florida, so it wouldn't surprise me if it's actually the radio station that Bubba the Love Sponge actually works at. Like, Mm -hmm. Bubba himself was the one who released the tape. Yeah. Because by, again, this is hearsay and speculation, but by the sounds of it, it sounded like since Hogan was actually fooling around with Bubba's wife, it wouldn't surprise me if Bubba was the one that was actually filming them do it. You know, like like I said, this would have been back in 07 around the time that, you know, yeah, his wife was essentially being like, we're getting a divorce, and I'm going to tell everybody that you were engaging in homosexual activity with a bunch of the other vet wrestlers and this, that, and the other. And
0: yeah, there there was always uh, talks about stuff like that, especially with his wife then, maybe with him and even, like, I think Brutus Beefcake.
1: Uh, actually, yes. Yes, I think that is one of the people that was brought up.
0: Yeah.
1: But, um... Like I said, it wouldn't surprise me if, you know, he was having himself one of those bad nights where he was drunkard in hell or something, and, you know, he was like, dude, just go ahead, do my wife. I got no problems with it, and, you know, he filmed it. Uh, Sure enough, him and Hogan got into a pissing contest one day, and he was just like... Sex tape. I remember during that early part of
0: the TNA stuff when Hulk Hogan was there doing the uh, whatever group they're doing, and Bubba was actually part of the uh, character stuff. And a little bit after that, I guess when they actually, I guess booted Bubba is when they
1: probably got in the argument or whatever about it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that actually wouldn't surprise me at all. When you think about all this stuff that is going on, it's
0: like people should be focusing on what he did do and has done. That that people should be focusing on the good stuff, the memories, the good memories and stuff.
1: Exactly that. But like I like I was saying before though, that's one of those things where exactly like what happened with Benoit. You know, he went he went schizo psycho. He killed his family and himself. And all of a sudden, WWE was just like, nope, done with this. Erase him from the history books. And this is the exact same thing that they're doing with Hogan. Like, it's a liability issue. Yeah. It's, it's it's not a liability issue. You know, You just say, hey, look, he's him. He's an asshole. He doesn't represent anything we have to do with this company. And again, I'm sorry for cursing there. But again, that's essentially what you got to do is you got to be like, look, this guy... He worked for us. We're no longer having any dealings with him. We've had past dealings with him. Remember him from the past when he was a good guy. Lately, he's had a couple of screws loose, and we want nothing to do with him.
0: Unless there's something, they they go to some kind of like
1: compromise or try to figure yeah, something I, out. Unless something can come of it, where you know they can prove that it's all just been media spin in order to you know make him look even more so like the bad guy.
0: I mean, there was one... uh there was He's one weir- really bad guy. There was one weird thing going around. It's like a, a fake news article. It's like, oh yeah, Hulk Hogan's been fired, but Mr. America has been brought back, and Mr. America was like a weird alter ego for Hulk Hogan for a while. Yeah. But... I mean, for you, you probably have some older memories of Hulk Hogan and maybe some of his... I don't know, maybe some matches you remember seeing?
1: Well, sadly, I don't have too many older memories. Because, again, like I stated before, like, when I first got into wrestling, that was also around the time, like, when I was a real little kid. So, you know, that that was back in the days of, you know, Nintendo Entertainment System. You know, that that was, I would sit around and watch, like, okay, this is going to sound really ridiculous and date me really really badly but I would sit and play Super Mario Brothers one two and or three when I'd get sick of those like either from dying too many times or I would beat them and mind you this is back when I was like you know three and four and five I would then turn on like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles the movie (laughs) watch the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, possibly the Zelda cartoon, watch me up some WWF wrestling matches, and then, uh, I keep forgetting I'm at home, so I can actually enjoy a cigarette. Pardon me. (laughs) So so you probably had some of the, like, VHS tapes and stuff. Actually, no, I didn't really have too many VHS tapes. Any and all of the tapes that I've acquired of wrestling VHS-wise came from my friend Britt, who, again, I've discussed before. But, uh, like I said, most of that stuff had ended up coming from him because his grandmother, uh, his grandma and grandpa, back when they used to, you know, watch with him all the time, they would actually go out of their way to get up the pay-per-views so they could sit and watch him, and they would record the pay-per-views for him. So, excuse me, um, a lot of the tapes, any of that that I've actually acquired has all been stuff from him. So, because like I said, I was into it, you know, I remember watching, you know, I hate to admit it, I remember watching some of the Hulk Hogan movies.
0: Oh, No Holds Barred and uh-huh.
1: Suburban Commando, probably? Yep. Yeah, I I remember those. And I also remember playing the games and, you know, doing the whole Flintstones kid's vitamins because he was pushing <laughs> that stuff and, you know, actually making sure that I did say my prayers goodnight and crap like that. Cause, Eat your vitamins, say your prayers, but <laughs> leaving yourself. Yep, yep, bought in all that happy crap, and look where it's gotten me.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: I, I know well, when you bring, well, when no holds bar no holds is brought up, it, it kind of does bring up the whole I guess feud that he had with the uh, the macho king, and when they introduce Zeus into the wrestling world. Yep, which kind of is a bit of a racist type thing, kind of. Man, yeah, just
1: just a little
0: bit. When you talk about Hogan, he had so many memorable feuds, like like when he fought a Warrior at WrestleMania six. Uh, there's the feud with the earthquake at one of the
1: Summerslams, maybe ninety one. Actually, yes, I, I do remember something like that being vaguely familiar. And then
0: ninety two was more or less the. Around the time he's feuding with Sergeant Slaughter. Mm-hmm. And then uh, from there it goes to, I guess, closely to the whole Ric Flair, Sid, Justice, Vicious thing before he left the WWF at the time. Yeah. And then he a little bit later after that he started doing these uh, Thunder in Paradise series specials and then got contacted by WCW and signed on with them. Yep. Yep, I remember all that, happy jazz. And then some of the recycled materials from the WWF came over to WCW. Yeah.
1: Which wasn't exactly all a good thing. No, no it wasn't. No. In fact, uh, one of my memories uh, after coming back... In getting back into uh, the WWF right before it turned into uh, WWE because of the whole lawsuit from the Wildlife Foundation, where they were like, you guys and this and that and the other, and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you <laughs> bloody kidding me right now? <laughs> but, um, what was I saying? Yeah, no, well, one of the big things was when uh, Hogan ended up coming back with the NWO. Mm hmm. They this... came back to them. And then after a while, it ended up turning back into him going from being Hollywood Hogan to actually just being the Hulkster again.
0: Yeah, when, when Hogan came back as part of the NWO, it was supposed to be some kind of poison to kill the WWE, well, F-E. And yeah. when he first came back, the fans were loving that he was back. And yep. no matter how much insult he was trying to throw, they ended up still cheering him. Mm-hmm. Even when it came to the WrestleMania match against The Rock, the fans were still cheering him, so it's
1: like... Oh, yeah, I actually, I remember that. Yeah, it's like, oh, crap. Because, like, Hogan would do something, and, like, half the crowd would cheer, and the other half would boo, and then The Rock would do something, and half the crowd would cheer, and the other half would boo. And, I mean, literally, they weren't, like, throwing any moves or anything. They were, like, quite literally just standing in the ring posing.
0: And then from there, we go into, uh, yeah, Hogan getting, I guess, thrown out of the NWO because of the crowd reaction, and then he ditched the NWO and kind of kept the whole uh, uh, Hollywood look for a while until he donned the red and yellow again.
1: Yep, because I remember they made him disappear for a while, and then uh, one day he did. they were like hyping it like playing the song randomly. Because they went back to the, uh, I think it was a BB B. King song, wasn't it? The, the
0: yeah,
1: the. But... Got down with the back of my hand song or whatever. Yeah, and then when they
0: tried to re release those onto, like, DVDs and Blu rays and stuff, they replaced that song with the traditional real American theme. Uh huh. Because apparently they, they only had the rights to it for a certain time, I guess, or something. Uh,
1: they had rights to it for Raw shows and, uh, uh, specialty rights for, like, pay per views. Because it's, it's not like uh, Triple H's theme, where Triple H is actually such a huge Motorhead fan that he actually contacted uh, Lemmy and the rest of the guys from Motorhead, and that's how it is that they're able to get away with using Motorhead songs, like uh, Time to Play the Game. Uh, Lemmy actually recorded uh, Behold the King, the King of Kings song. I can't think of what it's actually called. I think it is just King of Kings. I, I think... And then uh, uh, the song that they ended up playing for Evolution.
0: I know the... When Undertaker made a return on the 11-11-11, he came back to a Johnny Cash song, which in the release for, like, the WrestleMania that he kind of came back for. Mm-hmm. Originally at the WrestleMania, they played the Johnny Cash song, but on the DVD Blu-ray, they replaced it with a normal Undertaker entrance.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So that, that was another case where they only had the music for a certain time and had to replace it.
1: Yep, which again, that comes down to music rights, which yeah. I, I don't want to cross-promote, but there's actually a really good video online about it, and the reason why it is, it's getting harder and harder to actually get the licensing rights to music. And what's funny is it stems from video games, but again, I'm not going to cross-promote yeah. them, because not like we'd get anything out of it so. <laughs> yeah but
0: yeah i mean this is just bad all around it's, it's just horrible what's happening with this stuff with hulk hogan and this racism thing and technically with it just in general is bad but
1: yeah but at the same time that's the state of the world we live in anymore everybody's got a sticks shoved so far up their butts that anything and everything that you say or do will offend people and that's that's the problem with the world anymore, is, you know. We we have to pander to so many people and oh, well I'm offended by this and oh, well I'm offended by that and it's like, well, if you're offended by something, you know, I we can apologize and say that we're sorry. That's about it. You know, but that's about all you're going to get, you know. It's you, like you it can't it, change people.
0: Well, not, people are well, going to be how people are. Some people can try to Be careful, but overall, changing the person just because of the the language they might have was raised with or around.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
0: I mean, mean, for me, it's like I didn't really have that much swearing going on until, like, I think really later in the later high school or –
1: high school
0: years
1: (laughs) where someone like you or yeah me no i've i've been around my dad my entire life and my old man is one of those people where you know that's that's just how he was you know he he's so used to you know being around people and swearing and you know using using the entire english language to its full potential and i do it too and in fact you know there there was a If you go to my channel, the the Seth Lovell channel on uh, YouTube, I actually released a rant because I was having a bad day the other day and saw something that absolutely irritated me. Somebody was like, hey, you know, I like what you guys do, but uh, can you guys knock off the swearing? And it's like, (laughs) you're telling me to censor myself and changing myself to, you know, suit your needs is not what I'm here to do.
0: Well, I mean, like I said. You can pull back on some of the swearing stuff.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've sweared a total of, like, what, six times in this entire thing, which is, if you know me well enough, that's actually really, really good for me. (laughs) (laughs) Usually the F word is, like, said at least six times in a sentence. I mean, don't get me wrong. That's, you know, usually because we're talking terrible games like Silver Surfer or... You know, uh,
0: that actually came up today, but that—that's <laughs> oh, for another gosh. subject. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but but you know what I mean, though. You know, when it when it comes down to talking about you know video games, or you know, movie reviews, or anything like that, if it comes down to a personal opinion, it, you can't really change somebody's personal opinion. Now, I mean, if you they, ask, they can change their it, mind later on. But yeah, exactly. You know, it's an opinion; it can be changed. You know that that's kind of the root of the word "option." It's optional; you don't have to do it. It's, I mean, like you know, it's up kinda, to your discretion.
0: Kind of like you know, a, how I do opinions on the uh, action video game talk stuff. I re- talk about the news article itself, and then I give my opinions, which can change later on.
1: Yeah, exactly. But it, my problem with it comes down to a matter of. Most people try to censor the world around them to make it easier for, you know, people to not have their sensibilities changed. Now, where it comes down to my experiences is I, you know, like I said, I've been around my dad my entire life. You know, I've I've grown up with Bill. I've known Bill since I was either a freshman or a sophomore in high school. No, I was a freshman in high school. It took me like maybe two months into my freshman year in high school to become friends with Bill and going and hanging out at his house and, you know, dealing with all the craziness he's had to deal with. But <laughs> at the same time, you know, my stepmom's side of the family is, you know, really, really goody-goody. In fact, it, it gets almost sickening at some points. Like I my my step-aunt and uncle – I have a step-aunt and uncle that live up in Minnesota, and my step-aunt is so insane when it comes to, like, protecting everybody that quite literally her children are now – one of them either has graduated or is going to graduate high school after this year, after school starts back up. She's only been allowed to watch G-rated Disney movies. That's it. That's kind of a good thing, though. Yes, but at the same time, when it comes down to like being in high school, yeah, she's gonna hear way more stuff. She's gonna deal with way more stuff. She's gonna go out and she's gonna have to get a job, and working nine to five at any business, I, I don't care if you're working for McDonald's, a gas station like I was, you know, GameStop. I don't care if you have like a job as the CEO of a Fortune 500 company. You're going to have to deal with people. And in dealing with people, some people are going to walk in and say some stuff that you've never heard before. They're going to make references to things that you have no idea what's going on. If your entire life has been lived doing nothing but watching G-rated Disney movies. Like, quite literally, even if it's, like, a PG-rated Disney movie, like, I think Aladdin was. And the only reason being is because, like, the guards are, you know, brandishing giant uh, swords. And and the the scary
0: moments and stuff like that. Yeah,
1: and the scary moments and, you know, the the fact that, you know, there's some fighting and roughhousing and stuff like that. Like, you know, it, it got a PG rating. She can't watch that because there's some forms of violence, even though it's cartoon violence. You know, that to me is completely and utterly insane. Whereas when I was with my ex, you know, whatever we were watching, if her two-year-old walked in, we weren't just going to like stop it. You know, if we were in the middle of watching like a horror movie, like American Psycho, it just played. You know, oh well. And I mean, yes, American Psycho is completely to the extreme, but at the same time, thank God, whenever he would walk in, it would always be in like the middle of, you know, a talking portion, like right before he would brandish an axe and stab somebody to death with it. Well, (laughs) chop somebody to death with it, you know, and we can be like, yeah, yeah, here, here, go go play with your Legos, buddy. You know, here's Mm -hmm. another juice box, go play with Legos. Uh, let, let's let's like, try and wrap this up because
0: it is getting very.
1: It's it's getting late and I'm starting to ramble. Late and early at the same it, time. In fact, to, to pull open, yeah, I was about to say to pull back the curtain. Uh, I've got it as 4:40 in the morning. Yeah, on got Sunday morning. So yeah, <laughs> it's getting a little late and we're getting a little tired. Yeah, it's getting there. <laughs> So, uh, let's,
0: uh, do the, uh, contact info, uh, you can find, uh, the website, fandomnight.com.
1: Make sure you go there first. Yeah, yeah, Hands I, down, that's, that's the best way to find everything, because there's a, a, group page on, uh, Facebook of Fandom Night.
0: There's a YouTube page, but also recently, uh, uh today, well, sa- not today, uh, yesterday, Saturday, we were testing out a live chat. So if you wanna try and uh, keep an eye on the website,
1: actually, yeah. Uh, I guess the way that we're gonna start doing that now is we're gonna have like a, uh, we're gonna open up the uh, group forums on like uh, starting Friday night. I think we're gonna start opening up the uh, the the group forums. Well, every Friday before we film, yeah, we'll open up the forums and then we'll have one person manning the uh, Facebook to try to keep up with your guys's comments and stuff. And we'll try to address comments and suggestions on what to do and what's going on. Um, but again, just go to the website, fandomnight.com. You can get our RSS feed for our podcast, which almost everything starts out as a podcast first. Usually the podcast gets updated faster than the YouTube channel does. Because of course, as you can tell, if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, Scott, does all the editing for our stuff, so... Uh, well, in my case, I
0: try to do all the editing. Yeah, he tries
1: <laughs> editing, but... Uh, I, I got you know, t-
0: tons of projects on top of each other that I try to get yeah,
1: to. Yeah, but uh, since he's the one doing the editing for YouTube, he's the one in charge of, like, stacking six wrestling games on top of each other, so uh-huh. I'm sitting there staring, <laughs> trying to watch one, and it's almost like an acid trip moment where I'm trying to watch Hogan fight Andre the Giant, and, like, a almost sega genesis looking game and i'm like i just want to watch this i don't want to watch the ecw and on top of it let me <laughs> hold on but uh yeah, yeah check out the website yeah. check
0: out facebook check check out youtube but mostly the website first in case there's any special announcement there uh
1: there's also emails for fandom night itself direct emails to scott two direct emails to scott There's a direct email to me. Um, I would avoid emailing me if you have tender sensibilities, because even though I've been polite here, I will tell you to take a giant leap off of a tall building.
0: A lot of our crew will be that way.
1: Yeah, a lot of the crew will be, but uh, if you have negative comments, I will respond to your negative comments. I've, I've gotten into, like what, four flame wars on Facebook now over oh, people boy. coming in saying some stupid stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, yeah.
1: I'm, I, I, I may seem nice, but believe me, there there's a huge layer of arrogant a-hole. Yeah, there can be.
0: <laughs> so, uh, yeah, until next time, we, we will probably be trying to do more episodes i'm trying to put them up i think most of we like you said we, we put up the podcast first and then probably the youtube video of it later yep so yeah keep an eye on the website stuff like that uh anything else you want to close out with
1: uh it's 4:45 in the morning happy sunday anybody who's a christian enjoy your going to church say your prayers eat your vitamins